Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Nicking in with the Wexford People Newspaper Group, and today we're joined by the Gory Guardian's Amy Lewis. Good morning and happy Christmas to you, Amy. Good morning, Alan, and same to yourself and all of the listeners. Amy, is it true? Could it be Ed Sheeran on the way to Chadwick's Wexford Park? Porrick Byrne has the story. Is he spoofing me or is it for real? What's happening? <laughs> No, he, he is not. Pa- Podrick tells the truth. It, it could be true. It could be on the way. Uh, in the piece, which is on the front of this week's Wexford People, uh, Porrick writes how it's come to light that Wexford GAA has held initial discussions around the possibility of bringing Sheeran to Wexford Park in the hopefully not-so-distant future. Uh, Chairman of Wexford GAA, Michal Martin, confirmed the conversations have been had with Peter Aiken of Aiken Promotions around bringing Sheeran to Wexford for what they're calling a homecoming gig. Right. Uh, so this news comes soon after the installation of state-of-the-art floodlights at the venue, which, according to Michal, gives the venue, venue potential as a concert arena. Um, of course, Sheeran has well-documented Wexford roots through his grandmother, Nancy Mulligan, and famously took to stage wearing purple and gold uh, back in 2015. Uh, he has uh, openly discussed uh, his interest in playing in Wexford in the past, so yeah. this could be promising news for Sheeran fans, even if it is just in the early stages of discussion. And people have been talking about this because they're looking at the logistics of it. Up the road in Nowlin Park, Kilkenny, which I think has a capacity of about 30,000, maybe someone will say you're wrong there, there's more or there's less. I mean, I know Wexford Park, Chadwick Wexford Park has a capacity of 25,000, so it could be done. And Bruce Springsteen played Kilkenny, didn't he? So too did Rod Stewart, so it, it, could, it would be fantastic, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's it. And I know that uh, in the pieces for discusses. Um, Michal, it does acknowledge that, look, obviously the park is in a residential area, so it would only work if it's it's right for, as he said, the residents and right for the, the county. Um, but, you know, it, it would be really positive news, and, and they're looking into it now, seeing how it would be feasible and, and what, what could be done. Um, they're hoping to do €2.5 million Euro worth of work uh, at the park in the next few years, and as he said, a large concert like that could certainly help to fund some of that. So, you know, positive news all around, and, and watch this space. I'm sure Torig will be keeping everyone posted on the progress with that one. He'll want to play support to her, won't he? With his of band. Course. Oh, yeah. He's already got his word in, I'm sure. <laughs> OK, look, a, a serious story. A man injured in a suspected gas explosion in house in the Ferns. We were, we're very much aware of this story. He remains in hospital on a ventilator. Yeah, so this is a follow-on from a piece that we had there last week regarding 91-year-old man John Cairns and his son Andrew who were taken to hospital following a suspected gas explosion at John's home in Ferns. Uh, So following this explosion, which completely decimated John's home, and many people might have seen the photos in recent days, uh, John was treated in hospital mainly for shock and soon released. Uh, His daughter Mary tells me that he is doing very well. Uh, Unfortunately, his son Andrew suffered severe burns to his arms, and has since been transferred to St. James's Hospital in Dublin, where he remains on a ventilator. Uh, So I spoke with... uh, Andrew's sister, Mary, who said that from what she's been told by the hospital, he is doing quite well, but they're not sure when he will come off this ventilator. Uh, he was due to be taken off that in recent days, but unfortunately contracted contracted a chest infection in hospital. So it's, it's terrible, really. She waits for news about her brother. Mary's been going to the house uh, day in, day out to see what she can rescue from the rubble for her father. And um, as she told me, most of his items have been destroyed. The house is completely burned. Uh, but people have been very, very supportive of him and of the family, uh, including a family friend who's actually set up a GoFundMe to help to support John in purchasing new items while he essentially sets his, his life back up again. Um, really a devastating story, Alan. It's devastating either way, but the fact it's just before Christmas, it involves a, a 90-year-old man, 91-year-old man, rather, who was living by himself 
and the fact that he has been living in this house since his childhood, since Mary told me around the age of two. So it's it's just really devastating all around. But uh, I suppose we, we just wish them all the best going forward, particularly Andrew, who's still in hospital and hope he makes a full recovery soon. Yeah, and I think it's a, it's a perfect time of year for people to just be cognizant of what's gone on in so many people mm-hmm. in County Wexford's lives during the year this is a, the, the information about the GoFundMe is on in your newspaper article isn't it and so far I think over three and a half thousand euro has been raised yeah exactly so, so all of that information is there and uh, from what Mary tells me people have been showing their support both through donations but also just reaching out to the family and seeing what they need so you know if there's any positive side to the story that's it just it just highlights the, the generosity and kindness of people when things like this happen Okay, well, we have time for one more story, so we're going to head from Ferns to the New Ross area, and it's the owner of Stafford site are planning to transform the area, and David Luby has an update on this story. What's happening, Amy? Yes, so uh, in the story, David outlines how uh, the the Stafford site on the riverfront in New Ross has been purchased by the owner of Waterford Castle, Seamus Walsh, and his son, Finn. Um, Wexford County Council are hoping to have discussions with the new owners about what their plans are for this uh, with New Ross District Director Eamon Hoare telling David Luby that they welcome the news and that the council only found out about the well, who the new owners were rather last week. Um, so Seamus, the new owner, has said that they've put a lot of thought into the transformation of the site and what they envisage, envisage will be an economically viable venture in the not-too-distant future. Uh, Mr Hoare has, has talked about how they're, they're really hoping to meet the new owners soon to discuss their plans, uh, but in all, it's, it's a positive news story for, for New Ross and uh, as the new new owners have said, they really hope to align what their vision is with the vision uh, for developing New Ross in the future as well. Great to talk to you. What does Christmas mean to you, Amy? As, as a journalist, will you get time off or will you constantly be on, on call? Uh, no, I will. I will get a bit of time with, with family and I suppose that, that's what Christmas means to me, really. It's always a time that uh, I've been lucky to be able to come together with friends and family who are very close to me, with some of them coming home from abroad around this time as well, maybe after not being able to for a few years. So yeah. that's really it. Family, food, festivities. Um, yeah. And as we're on the topic of Christmas, I must get a mention in for our Christmas guide that's in there uh, in all of the papers this week. Uh, it's a 24-page guide with with movies, uh, letters to Santa from lots of kids around Wexford and also an exclusive piece from our North Pole correspondent who was covering all of the the news with regards to the preparation being undertaken by Santa for Christmas this year. So yeah. uh, that's, that's a big part of it as well. Happy Christmas to Dara, to you and to all your team. And um, we'll talk to you again in the new year. We're back on January the 4th and we look forward to linking in with you. Uh, we're back on January the 3rd, actually. We look forward to linking in with you or your colleagues on January the 4th. Happy Christmas. Thanks very much, Alan. Happy Christmas. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.